Family? Family. Family. Yeah. I have a younger brother and a younger sister and a dog. A dog, okay. Yeah. What's the dog called? Poppy. Poppy, okay. Uh, where do you live? Where you? I, I live in Guildford. Guildford, okay. Woo! <laughs> Guildford, yes. Love it. Okay, great. Peter, same to you. I, um, I'm Doogie. <laughs> <laughs> Just so yeah, that's it. Um, I am 18. I'm from the middle of nowhere. Okay. I have a brother and my parents, and I live in the middle of nowhere with them. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing four levels, miles further, miles physics and chemistry. Okay, so that sounds terrible. Yeah, um, okay, but fair play to you. Okay, um, so where is the middle of nowhere? Um, it's between like Clare, Tandragee, okay. and Rich Hill. Okay. In the, in the middle of all of them. Okay. Uh, in the middle of all of them, okay. Is there Wi-Fi, running water? Like um, there's Wi-Fi, but it's really slow. Okay. And every now and then the water stops. So. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. TripAdvisor, yes. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, okay. Right. Well, let's do. We'll always start off with a bit of like sort of icebreaker, sort of quick fire questions. Okay. So start with you, Rebecca. Okay. So favorite TV show? Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Um, Mr. Robot. The what? Mr. Robot. Having a clue. What is that? It's like a computer fella. It's, oh. it's on Amazon. Okay, right. Like. Okay, yeah. Everyone go and check that out. Uh, okay, what is the worst film you've ever watched? Um, it's called Hush. It was supposed to be a horror movie, and pretty much nothing happened the whole movie. Yeah, that like, sounds like most horror films. They were stuck films. in a haunted house, and yeah, nothing else happened the whole time. Okay, so. do you go to the cinema to see that? No. Oh, that's good. House. Okay, right. <laughs> Doogie? Um, Napoleon Dynamite. That is blasphemy. <laughs> Explain yourself. It's just weird. <laughs> That's why it's great. <laughs> Nothing happens the whole time. It's just kind of like, you just kind of strange. That's okay. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite fans here? No? I'm on my own. There's one person. That's okay. I'll let you with it. Okay. Favorite holiday destination? Uh, Florida. Okay. That's um, Edinburgh. Edinburgh? Oh, very cultured. Okay. <laughs> uh, why Edinburgh? Uh, I don't know. It's just nice. <laughs> Well, well, Seth Lord is nice as well. I woke up at bag bagpipes one day. I was yeah. like my alarm clock in the morning. It was quite nice. That's okay. Okay. Fair play, Dougie. Fair. Okay. Uh, going into the Chinese, you're going to Vincent afterwards. What's your Chinese order? Sweet and sour fried rice. Okay. Um, chili chicken fried rice. Okay. Yep. Uh, they're both correct. Uh, what is your worst habit? Um, talking too fast. Talking too fast. Okay. Um, I say um a lot. What? I say um a lot <laughs> before I start speaking. Okay, right, okay. And you're conscious of that, yes? Okay. Yeah, I'm trying really hard not to do it. Okay, right. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's great. Okay, uh, last one before everyone's favorite question. Uh, what was the last book that you read, or what book are you currently reading? Well, I'm not a big reader, so properly, probably, do you know in the back could you say as the English? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> None like him. Okay. We're currently doing it. So that's what oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. That, that's okay. Um, I was reading... You just did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's everyone's going to be so <laughs> conscious you did that night. Uh, I was reading... Does anyone else read Alex Ryder when they were younger? No? Anyone? Like a, yeah, a yeah, few people. See, more people weren't... It's more Napoleon of a young person's Dynamite. book, but I, I started reading it again. Okay. So I'm reading it. Okay, that's good. That's good. So far, so good. Like you, you could, you've just maybe just have read the the title. So like, 
Is it, is it good read? Yes. Mm, yeah, I've read them all, so it's okay. Just nice. Fair enough. Okay. Right. Embarrassing story. Okay. If this can top um, uh, uh, Olivia's story from last time, you'll be doing well. Okay. Uh, Olivia, it was just the best thing ever. It was just the greatest thing. Um, but anyway, um, Rebecca, embarrassing story. Go. Um, well, I got concussion from a tree branch falling off the tree. Okay. <laughs> Walking down from school, just up to the main building, with Lucy right beside me, and it was one of them really windy days, and this, it was a pretty big branch, to be fair, flying off the tree and whacking me in the head. And um, Lucy was okay? Yeah, didn't, didn't touch Lucy, and That's I was good. the one that got whacked. Um, so yeah, I had to go to hospital, Gilly was there, and <laughs> yeah, I had concussion. Okay, when, when was that? Like, how, how long ago like was that? October, November time, maybe. Okay, so, so all, all good, yeah? Pretty embarrassing. Okay, yeah, yeah that's not, not good, okay. I was, I was at SISM last year, and we were playing a game of Bring Me, and so, like, they say you bring something and you go and get it. Mm -hmm. So one of the things was a car aerial, so I ran and got the car aerial because it was above my bed. It just was. It was given to me by someone, and I put it above my bed. Okay. That's irrelevant. Sorry. I, um, so anyway, <laughs> I had just sprinted This is going to be great. This yeah. is going to be a great tell my I story. Had, I had sprinted to get uh, this aerial, okay. and I kind of wrestled with somebody for it, but I got it back and handed it in, sat back down. The next thing was a red face. So I was like, I've just ran to get that. I probably have a pretty red face. Yeah. Jumped out of my chair and fainted. Oh, okay, right. That's not bit, good. I must have been too out of breath from getting the aerial and just kind of... As I stood up, everything kind of went black and I fell over. Just, just too much exercise, guys. That's why I don't yeah. do not don't do running. Okay, and were you out for long or? I I don't know. Andrew May was there. He could probably tell you. Not that long. Okay, <laughs> Doctor May, thank you. Uh, right. Okay. So there's your icebreaker. Let's uh, think a little bit more about uh, these questions um, about your life. Okay. So uh, you wouldn't be here uh, on this stage if you if you weren't a Christian. So. Um, Talk a little bit, we'll start with you, Rebecca. How did you, how did you become a Christian? What's the sort of the journey of that? Um, so like most, I was brought up in like a Christian family. I was brought to church every Sunday. Um, like at that age, so maybe like six or seven, I became a Christian, but it didn't really mean much. I didn't really know what was going on. Okay. So kind of just like cruised through. Um, I got to about maybe second or third year, and that's kind of whenever I started to like fall away from God. Like I kind of just completely like turned against it, like wanted nothing to do with it, like was prioritizing like everything but God. Um, like stopped going to church like had rows with my parents like every Sunday but going to church just didn't want anything to do with it and that like continued up until probably like summer of last year um, and yeah something happened last summer and I <laughs> can't work out what it was but I just kind of felt like something was missing and like it took me until last summer to realize what that was um, so yeah went to New Horizon in summer and I'm really looking forward to it like I kind of just by that point I realized what that thing was that was missing and like it was God so um, went to New Horizon with like an open heart to try and learn more and yeah for that that was the first time I felt like God's love in like a long time okay. and yeah I'd say like probably like probably became a Christian was probably at New Horizon like whenever I took it like seriously and like yeah like lived it out more so okay. so you stopped going to church why why did you go to New Horizon were you still not going to church up until this point or? not really no okay. um, so what brought you why why New Horizon like why did you go or well, initially it was because my friends were going. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Yep. Like, that was initially what like brought me towards it. And then, um, so I went to go to SISM as well, Port Ballantrae one. And usually, like, I go to it and then, like, go on that, like, high for a bit. And then yeah. it goes away. But this time it didn't really. And I had kind of been thinking about it for a while whenever I kind of realized what that thing that I didn't have was. Um, 
So yeah, like I thought I'd come along to see like all the girls got me to come back to CE and then I just kind of just got more interested in it. Okay. And yeah, New Horizon just finished it off for me. Okay, so in the broad spectrum of things, you're fairly recently a Christian. Yeah. Okay. Much, yeah. So not even a year. Is there anything that you feel has, has changed? Was there any dramatic lightning bolt experience or what what has sort of changed since um, last summer? I just kind of think you? of my whole outlook on things like before like I was trying to like do everything myself and it was me that was in charge of everything but now like that I know like it's like I'm not like in complete control of my life like it's God mm -hmm. so like in things like that like I can kind of turn to him and like rely on him to like help me with things like that mm -hmm. so yeah just my outlook has changed since then okay brilliant thank you yeah, Peter how to tell us a little bit of your story of coming to faith I also am from a Christian home yeah. went to church for all of my life in the middle of nowhere uh, no, yeah. I went to church in Tommy B. Okay, right, yeah. fair enough. That's with, not with Ryan in the back. Yeah. So, I went to church all my life when I was. I kind of like prayed the prayer very young. Yeah. As you do, because it makes your parents happy. But I didn't really know what I was doing. I just did it. And then as I I got older, I kind of I went to everything Christian that was available. My parents just sent me. They were like, get out of the high school there. <laughs> There's a Christian thing, go to that. So I, d I did, and I enjoyed it, but I never really did anything other than that. It was just kind of, I'm a Christian, so I go to things. Mm -hmm. And then, what was it, in 2010, my um, granny died on my mum's side, and that was just kind of, at, at her funeral, the minister was talking, and that was when I properly was kind of like, I need to do something serious here, because... Mm -hmm. It's a big, big risk to take, not seriously considering it at least. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't that that I started taking it seriously, but it was that was kind of what kicked it all off of me, kind of reevaluating where I was at and deciding, yeah, I want to properly go for this now. Okay. So, what age were you then? You were like sort of nine I or was ten, yeah. ten, ten, ten years old. So you've been a Christian for a good number of years, and what? What has changed for you since since and since that time uh, nine years ago? Are what different things have changed for you? Um, it was just kind of more of a paying attention more so and thinking about what I was doing because before it was just oh yeah I'm a Christian I go to church and then after that it was I was thinking well what like what should I be doing here to like talk about Jesus mm -hmm. and to say how he is. Like not not just saying I'm a Christian because my parents are, but really taking it seriously as my own and thinking about it, learning more, mm -hmm. and like desiring to like do stuff for Jesus, not just myself. Yeah, that's great. Just taking that independency on. Okay, so um, moving on, I'm um, sure we all live. Um, we all live in a we live in a broken world, and we can have ups and downs. Let's talk a little bit about just sort of like maybe difficult times that we've face in our life so um, can you share Rebecca of a difficult time you face in your life and sort of how God has helped you and through that or how different people have helped you through that yep. um, so it's not like directly about me but like my nanny um, since the age of about 40 like she has been like very sick like she's had like, like breast cancer a couple of times she's got like diabetes now like she's waiting for like a hip replacement like my dad's getting worried about like her mind and stuff like she's just not very well and like she's been a Christian like all of her life and like she like loves Jesus so much and you can like, see that through her like relentlessly on a Sunday she'll watch like the praises <laughs> on the TV and like for me like just to see that and like but how much she struggles like every day 
like I just find that so hard and even like the, like the impact it has on like my dad and stuff like she just like can't really do very much like for herself anymore and like the amount of medicine she's on is starting to like affect like she can't even really have a conversation anymore because she's kind of like zoned out of it all the time because of the medicine so for me that's just really hard to like watch her go through that every day whenever like like she's a Christian and like she loves God so much so like even still now like I question like why is God like, letting her go through this but obviously I'm quite, quite recently a Christian so like mm -hmm. before that I was like well, why is he doing this like why is she letting this happen to her but now I think about it like it's so encouraging seeing her like despite everything like she still like loves God so much so um yeah kind of see him working isn't it like, encourages like, the rest of our family like who aren't struggling as much to still like rely on God powerful. Doogie, same um, person. I, well, a big one for me was when my granny died, because okay. my parents both worked in Belfast all week, so I woke up to my grandparents, like, looking after me, and then I saw my parents at tea time, and so I was, in my younger years, raised by my grandparents, so that was kind of hard when she died, I was like, why? I it wasn't great but that was again out of that I kind of started thinking more about my faith and that kind of turned out to be a good thing in the in the long run mm -hmm. so that's the, the biggest thing I can think of and sort of is there anything that you'd say like sort of specifically God taught you through that experience or even something that he reminded you of or well was, I kind of learned that it was if I think it not just because it's kind of bad here yeah. doesn't mean it's bad in the overarching scheme of things. Okay, yeah. Like my granny had very bad cancer. Okay. Um, to the point where I wasn't allowed to see her for the last few weeks of her life because she was so sick. And that was kinda well in at first I was kinda like, Why why did she die? Why did she have to die? But mm -hmm. then it was for the good yeah. because she w got to go to heaven yeah. and it was that's significantly better than here yeah even at your peak health never mind when you're yeah, suffering very sick so thank you thank you for your your honesty with those with those answers I appreciate that um so christian only about a year christian most of your life what do you find in those challenging a aspect of being a christian um for me it's just like trying to put like the vastness of god like, into words to like explain to other people um like in your head like you know like why you're christian and like how much god loves you but like i find that whenever like i try to talk to people about it or people ask me about it like i just can't like put it like into words like what i'm feeling um so then i go away from conversation thinking like oh i've like, completely missed that opportunity to like tell him about god um just because he is so like above us and so much greater than us like it's just so hard to like put him into terms that other people will understand like why like, we love him so much mm -hmm. so like that's what i struggle with just trying to explain it to other people you're trying to like articulate it yeah okay Okay, well, hope they'll come. Uh, Dougie? Yeah, mine's something similar. Other people, for me, would be the very struggle. I'm not the most sociable person. Um, probably quite obvious. <laughs> but I... Um, You're doing great <laughs> so far, so... Thanks. <laughs> I, I struggle with talking to other people about stuff like that. And you know, I just... That's, a, that's something very hard to do. Just because it's a, it's a big thing. You know it's a big thing. Yeah. It's, it's very important. It's eternity basically is kind of the what how it sways but if it's kind of not putting pressure to not thinking that I have to do this 
because I'm the only person that can. You think to, I have to do this because God is going to help me to. You're not doing it on your own strength. Mm -hmm. Rather than if you focus on doing it yourself and being like, I have to do this, you, you can't because we'll never be able to do it well enough. It's all, it's all up to God, basically. Mm -hmm. So you have to rely on him to do it. And then that's... Yeah, but mm -hmm. it's, it's still important to have that desire, like yeah. willingness. Yes, we might not be able to do it well and execute it perfectly and say the right words, but there should be that willingness and desire within us to at least do it. Uh, Northern Ireland, we hate being boastful and talking about how great we are. It's the worst thing. It's complete opposite. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, your gifts, okay, and your skills and abilities and all of that there. Um, so what, what gifts do you think God has, has given you and how have you been able to use them for, for his service? Yeah, so like I'm still trying to work out what, like I haven't really found like my gift yet, but um, it wasn't until I kind of looked away from like the, the, obviously the really well-known ones like worship and stuff, and like obviously they're extremely important, but like I can't sing, so that's not going to be me. But um, I just think, in like regards to how I am with like other people, um, just like hopefully they would know that they could like come and talk to me and like about anything and like they could trust me, um, and just that. Like yeah, like I'm easy to approach maybe. So at the minute, I'm kind of thinking that I could use that to, to glorify God. Um, um, how have you been able to put this sort of into practice to to serve God? Um, just like working with people and stuff, like SU small group like leading it was like the first, like my yeah. first like thing, like doing something like that. Um, and like I was terrified at the start, but like I did it. And um, like I don't know, just the way that I was able to like communicate with them, like I'm kind of maybe mm -hmm. trying to use that to like glorify God in that way. And was that like the first time you'd ever done something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So just being thrown in at the deep end. So yeah. maybe you could be like an agony aunt or something. Like I don't know, that could be your spiritual gift or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Uh, right, Doogie, what, apart from being really sociable, what, what other gifts do you have um, that you want to share with us? And I suppose being a bit more serious, um, how do you use like, those gifts that God's given you um, to glorify him? Um, I wasn't really sure how I would answer that one initially when I first read it. Okay. Because I couldn't really think of anything. I'm not good at talking at the front, evidently. I, um, <laughs> I'm not particularly, I don't know, what's the word? Friendly. In terms of, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of, I don't like. Right, okay. These, these skeletons in the closet here. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not the best at relating to people, but I, I don't know. I, I play the bass sometimes at CA. Yeah. I can do that, and I, um, I don't know. I was when I kind of sat down and thought about it. I, I kind of, I struggled a lot, but then, I, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> That was Ryan laughing at you, by the way. Just I know. confirm that. He also plays the bass. It's okay. Yeah. So I, I most more people like you than Ryan, so it's okay. So you're grand. So. Yeah. I, I, I'm quite good at learning things. In terms of like, that's. Sorry, I worded that wrong. <laughs> I. In terms of knowing things about the Bible and like, I learned quite well. My parents were my youth fellowship leaders, so I would have I had I had to learn because at one point it was just me and my brother, so somebody had to answer. So the two of us learned. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Colin. And you couldn't let him win either, like that. No, definitely not. Terrible. But I I learned a lot from that because my my parents are both quite knowledgeable people, yeah. so they kind of taught us a lot as we were growing up. 
And then, I don't know, maybe that's a gift, I don't know, I'm not sure. No, totally. Sorry. Totally. Uh, let's talk a little bit about church. Okay, so um, just start off. So um, what church do you, do you go to and um, how, how has been going to church helped you and committing um, to a church also helped you um, being a Christian? Um, so I go to Emmanuel and Lurgan. I know, mine's moving as well, it's terrible. Um, so I saw this attitude like, of like, why go to church if like, God's everywhere? And I used to pull that my mum and dad every Sunday, like trying to be smart with them. Like I thought that like I could like, be at home and get as much out of it as if I went to church. Um, but it wasn't until I went to church and like fully committed to it that like I saw like the benefits of going to church. Um, so like even in terms of, like accountability, like like if I don't go, like my friends would be like, oh like why were you not there? And that kind of helps in like keeping you going to it. Um, and even just the fact that like, you're getting taught the Bible like for like an hour or two hours every Sunday. Um, so that's obviously going to benefit you like compared to just sitting at home. Uh, and like for me, I know I could read like a passage of the Bible and like it, I would struggle to get stuff out of it. But mm-hmm. if you go to church, like obviously you get like someone else's interpretation of it. So like you learn a lot more. And yeah, like it, it is a family, like and the people are like genuinely care about you and like want the best for you. Um, so I just think, yeah, the more I go, like it just strengthens my faith like more and more. And like if I don't go, like I'll notice it. Like I just kind of feel like I'm not as close with God as if like I go. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. Doogie? Um, I go to Portland Baptist Church. Woo! Um, at the minute, I oh. just no, Well, I go to Portland Baptist Church at the minute as well. So yeah. <laughs> I, um, I had gone to Tannery Baptist Church before, and we moved, unfortunately. Okay. But yeah, I have. Um, what was the question again? Sorry. So, uh, <laughs> Ryan moved as well. So, Ryan, it's all yeah, great. Uh, how how does like going to church helped you and committing to a church helped you in your Christian faith? Well, when I was younger, it was helpful. When I was at Tanvergee, it was helpful because I was learning. Because before, when I, w- I always went to church, but when I went to church, I was I just sat and read a book. I'd have just kind of sat and flicked through the Bible in the pew in front and stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't really pay attention. But then I kind of started to think about it mm-hmm. and started a lesson and that helped just like teach me things because you have to learn to grow in whatever it is no matter what you're doing you have to learn to get learn mo- like get more from it yeah. and you can't like there's no there's no point where you really stop learning about god because we can't know everything mm-hmm. so that was very helpful and then towards the end of time and time it kind of went strange well i'll leave that for something else that's okay and i um when i started coming to port it then it was um it was very very good just to start learning again and learning things and that i was able to kind of what's the word understand what was being said in terms of like from the bible how it was being like put across okay so that's good. Okay, so um, penultimate question. Um, there's probably some people here, as I alluded to earlier, um, maybe aren't Christians, um, don't they know deep down they don't have a, a relationship um, with Jesus, which um, thankfully you guys do. So what would that be, that one piece of advice? What would you say to that person who's listening to this tonight and they're not a Christian? Um, just that like Jesus wants like, a relationship with you like more than anything. And that like he's like, willing to like meet you like where you're at like it doesn't matter like what walk of life you're in or like if you're not like from a Christian family like the majority of us are um yeah just that like no matter like what your past is or like what is like, what like, you've done or what you haven't been doing um 
like that doesn't matter to God. Like he's going to love everyone, like one of us as much as like he loves anyone else. So um, that's one thing. And then just like ask questions, like for me, like and I still do. Like I constantly ask questions because there's so many things that I'm still like learning about. So yeah, if anyone has any questions, just make sure to ask them because like you can get the answer for it. Yeah, that's really important. As what Dougie said as well. Never going to get all the answers, but it's still not a good enough reason not to. Um, Dougie, how would you answer that question? I would say really sit down and think about it in terms of what you know from like your own life, but then what you can learn from the Bible. Like Read a bit if you're even remotely considering it, because it has most of the answers, not all of them, because we can't answer everything, but it, it says a lot, it answers a lot, and it's it's kind of it's worth sitting down and thinking about because in the end it's eternity is kind of the what you're wagering mm-hmm. saying yes or no so definitely sit down and think and really look into it because it's something it's really worth worth your while taking the time to think about it and really look into what you're what you're gonna do yeah no that's so important like so Bible makes so many big, Jesus makes so many huge claims and you're either for or against, it's black and white and time and time again I chat to people and they're not Christians and you ask them why and they've, they've really, that's it, they've never really considered it, they've just never actually done any research, they've just been like, I'm not a Christian for no genuine reason uh, um, at all. Uh, well I'll say thank you to you guys at this point but we want to pray for you guys as well, um, so what ways can we pray for you? I'll start with you Rebecca. Um, so for me, it's like uni at the minute. Like I'm very torn whether to like stay here or whether like, to go work over the water. So for me, yeah, that's something that I really don't know where I'm supposed to go, or what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do. So just like praying for that and that like wherever I do go, that like it's where God wants me to be. Um, and yeah, just for my nanny, that like hopefully like she'll be maybe suffer a little bit less and okay. that like her faith like remains strong. Okay. Yep. Will do. Dougie. I um. I had an answer for this, but I can't remember now. Um, <laughs> Second. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll so play um, interlude music here. Yeah. <laughs> Dougie <laughs> thinks of it. No, I, I had an answer and I was left at the mic. I forgot. That's okay. So, well, I'm. I made the decision. I don't really want to stay here. Not for not liking people here or anything, but just I'd like to see something different. Okay. So I'm hopefully going to uni in England. So that is a big thing because it's changing quite quickly, mm-hmm. going from here to there. And also, um, my my granda is very, very unwell. He's had a, had a few strokes. He's got Parkinson's. He's not great at all. Mm-hmm. So just pray, pray for that because he's really, really struggling. And you know, yeah, I appreciate that. Please do uh, pray for these guys. I'm going to pray for them now, and then the the ordeal is over. You've survived. Well done. Well done. You you did it. Let's pray, and then we'll give him a big round of applause um, afterwards. Dear God, thank you um, for the so many in this room. We, we do have a story. We have a story of, of salvation that's tied to our, to our lives. Thank you that you've, you've saved um, Rebecca. Thank you that you, you've saved Peter and that you love them. You love them um, so much. You love them dearly. And I pray that they would be encouraged for um, taking a step of faith uh, this evening, going out of their comfort zone and uh, sitting in front of all their f- uh, friends and so many other people and uh, talking about you and how you've made a difference in their lives. 
And I pray that that would continue to happen. You'd continue to uh, change and mold them into the likeness of your son, Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for both of them in regards to making uh, decisions about university. And um, Father, I pray that you'd help them in that process, help them with uh, exams coming up in the next uh, couple of months. God, that they would entrust your will and for their life, whatever that may be. And whether if Rebecca to stay here to, to go to England or for two years, he's set and um, going over across into England. Lord, would you prepare them in those moments? And I pray for their, their families as well. Pray for Rebecca's nanny as well. Pray that you'd grant uh, some sense of comfort and, and overall um, peace for her and for the entire family at this moment. And I pray for um, Peter's granddad as well. Pray that you would uh, give him comfort um, at this point in time. God, that you, they would both know how much you love them, that you, you don't leave them or forsake them, even in the, the difficult moments um, of life. God, thank you for all that you, you mean to us and thank you for your great love that you've demonstrated and through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Guys, let's give these legends a round of applause. Thank you. Please stand with us again and worship God again. Hi all. Let me introduce you to my good friend, Avisai. Um, it's really, really good to have Avisai here. Um, I know he is the right person to come and talk to tonight. Um, it's just great to, we're not going to be long, just a few quick and important questions. But the reason why Avisai is the right person to talk to is that I've got to know Avisai over the last little while. Um, Avisai is somebody who loves to talk about Jesus, who number one loves Jesus and number two loves to talk about Jesus. Um, and that's a good reason to speak to somebody. So we're going to take a seat, and I'm going to ask Avisai just to introduce himself first of yep. all, and we'll see where it goes from there. Okay, yep. tell us a bit about yourself. Yes. Hi, everyone. ¿Cómo están? Do we do it in Spanish or in English? What do you think? Oh, sorry. Yep, we're going to do this in Spanish. I don't oh. speak a single word, but we'll do it in Spanish. Go for it. <laughs> I'm really happy to be here with you, and thank you for having me, and it's really a blessing. And uh, I'm Avisai, I'm from Mexico, means I have a uh, broken English, so if you don't understand me, please, I don't know what we can do, all right? <laughs> so, uh, uh, yes, I have uh, a beautiful wife, uh, Judith Cuthbert, she was Cuthbert, now she's Suarez, so it's, she's mine, <laughs> so... So she was a, a Norman's daughter, so sorry, Norman. <laughs> so uh, um, yes, I'm, I'm love cook, I love food, food, and I like chilies and everything. So if you want some Mexican, comes to me, okay? 
Yeah. Uh, I have the family. Yes. Yes, I have a, a brother, two brothers and sisters, uh, all Christians. Praise God. And my mom living in Mexico. So my dad passed away uh, ten, ten years ago. So, but praise God, he was a Christian too. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, just before we move on to some of the other questions, yes. uh, love playing a bit of sport. I know you do. I've yeah, yeah. I've played a bit of sport with you. What, what do you like to play? A uh, couple of different things. Go well, ahead. you won't believe me, but I, I love basketball. <laughs> Go and stand up. Yeah, yeah, do you know? Yeah. Does he, can you does he have it? the height for it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, now you can sit down again. Yeah. Where um, do you play basketball and why do you play basketball? Well, uh, it's good questions because I, I love it, first of all, and secondly, it's uh, I think here in uh, in this place we are doing a, a ministry with Polish people. So do you know Polish people there? So uh, I'm coming to um, play with them. So it's really good and has challenge too because sometimes the language they speak in Polish, I'm speaking Spanish, and we don't know what I'm speaking. So. But yeah, it's the thing is, you know, to be with them and trying to to know them, to talk with them, and in the this journey to to pray with them or helping them, and in the end, or oh, the goal is to share the gospel with them, the, to reach them. So, so and also I'm play football. So I'm not Chicharito or Neymar. No, I'm or Suarez. Or Suarez. No, <laughs> I'm normal. So. Matty always choose me because I don't know why. <laughs> and his team, do you know? But yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Um, two or three really important questions. We want to ask when you became a Christian and how you became a Christian. When did that all, when did God speak into your life? When well, did that change? Uh, I, when I was 17, so I became a Christian long time ago, so 2000. And so, uh, how I became a Christian? Uh, well, at home I learned the, how to read the Bible. I learned how uh, sometimes even memorize it, the Bible. My dad taught us say read the Bible. It's important to read the Bible. But for me, it was a little bit pointless, or I I didn't understand the the why I need to read the Bible, even was a big book, do you know, and was boring for me. So sometimes was a little bit confused. Then I met a missionary from Mexico City, came to my village, to my town, in the mountains. So for several times he invited me, say, come to the meeting, listen the gospel, and say, well, you know, 17 you want to play basketball, you want to play football, you want to hang out with others. And so finally, I accepted the, the invitation. I, I, I go, I went, sorry, and, and listened to the gospel. And he explained about, you know, Jesus, what Jesus did for me. Jesus came to die for me. Jesus uh, laid down his life for me. And it was like a, a room in a dark and the light come on. So was really, uh, I understood that what Jesus did for me, um, and since this time I'm accepted, so I accepted Jesus, and God started to change my life, because I was really, really shy, you don't believe me, but I was, 
I was really shy. So I always also complain, as you see, asking God, why you make me too short, you know? Really, this was my uh, asking God, why, why we are not rich because we were poor, or why we are not in good condition, you know? So since these times, God started to change my life, and God is still changing things in my life. And this is how I became a Christian and follow, commit my life to follow Jesus. And praise God, God is really changing in this journey in my life. Yeah. Super, thank you very much. Um, just a couple of things. What does having a relationship with God mean to you in your life? I, I've had the pleasure of, of, of getting to know you a little bit over yeah. the last little while. Um, Life isn't always easy for you. Things yeah. haven't always just gone, just as you might have said, this is the way it should have been. You've been waiting for visas and yes. all sorts of things that have, that have happened that you might not have thought, mm, that's just the way we want it to be. Yeah. Um, could you tell me a wee bit about what difference it means to having Jesus in your life and walking as a Christian? Well, this is a big question, right? But first of all, I would like to say this. If I had no Jesus in my life, Probably I would be dead, in prison, or doing things that are not nice. Probably sending drugs to another island, or belong a cartel. Who knows, right? But praise God, I, I have a Jesus, and, uh, and have this relationship with God means to me that is a, a hope, first of all. But also it's a journey walking with God and, and doing uh, His will. But sometimes it's, it's, not, it's not easy to do it, it's to, to follow Jesus and say, okay, I'm here, follow. Sometimes things could change, things could, things could happen, and sometimes you don't understand why things happen. But uh, the thing is, uh, having a relationship with God is God is uh, working beside you, and God will help you wherever circumstances you are, or whatever things could come, God will be with you. So uh, this is, uh, I would like to say something, I wrote something because I'm not smart too, so I, I need to see my, so having a relationship with God, give me uh, direction and also peace that that God is doing things for me. So, uh, and I now, even though I'm still short and I'm still not rich or whatever, but I have Jesus. So having Jesus really is a big thing in my life and I can see how God is leading me in different directions and different situations. So uh, uh, later I would like to talk more about uh, the, these things. But also it's important, you know, having this relationship with God uh, in our lives and God is with us. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I suppose really what we'd love to hear um, We've heard about how God has changed you in the past um, and, and just what a difference that has made in your life as you've gone along. Um, but God is a God who walks with us daily, day by day. Um, and we want to know 
about just what's God doing in your life at the minute? What's your circumstances like? What are, yeah. Where are you at? Well, this is the thing, do you know? I, uh, God is always teaching us or, or teaching me uh, uh, many things. But in this time, in this year, I could say that God is teaching me that I need to listen to him um, all the time. Not say, okay, I'll, I, I heard God 10 years ago. No, I, I need to listen to Jesus all the time. And then I need to be flexible when God changes things in my life. And I would like to give some examples about. For example, I, uh, I'm married to Jude. Uh, she, she's no uh, Spanish speaker. And always I thought, okay, I will marry to someone from speak Spanish, uh, a lady from Mexico, Ooh, you know. But I didn't. God changed this. So uh, other thing is, uh, other example is that we were planning to go to Indonesia to to preach the gospel over there in, in Indonesia. So, um, uh, and our we boy Eliab born uh, ten months ago with a medical issue, bowel and he need a bubble surgery. He already had two, and he's having, he's going to have another. So these things change our idea to go to Indonesia, change our, my, our, our plans to go to Indonesia. And, and sometimes you think, well, these plans are good, these plans God wants, but sometimes we don't understand why God changed these things. But the thing is, in these circumstances, God is teaching me that I need to be flexible. I need to be open. I need to be open. I need to be uh, listen what God wants. And, and God is really doing this, changing this direction. Sometimes you, know, you don't understand and you say, why? I want to go to Indonesia. There is a lot of people there that need to listen to the gospel. But at the same time, God is teaching me that God is doing his will, his plan in our lives. It, it like, uh, for example, I came to another island, and uh, my idea was, okay, came here six months, prepare ourselves, having a baby, Let's go to Indonesia. And those, these things really disappear. And now I'm stuck in, 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 in Ireland. But for the, good, to be stuck. <laughs> for the good reason, do you know? Because now I'm doing a Bible study in Spanish, uh, Venezuelan and Colombian, that I, I didn't realize. I didn't think that God will, or I, I will do it. And also I'm involved working with refugees in Belfast that also I didn't think about. So God is really open and I also I'm a carpentry uh, and I'm doing some uh, volunteer and helping hands. It's really amazing how God is open things for us 
and given this opportunity to serve, it doesn't matter where you are, the point is to be flexible, to be open to his will, to his plan, and God have a plan for us. So we need to join to his plan and know sometimes we think that we have plans, but really God has plan for us. So this is how God is teaching me and how God is leading us in this journey. So I don't know if you have more questions. Or no, um, that's really appreciate you being open and honest about that. It's wonderful just to see how God is is faithful and is continuing to, to use you and your little family. Um, particularly, we love having about here in the church here. Um, it's given you opportunities. This has been another opportunity where you've just been really open and honest about your faith and how God is working in that, uh, and we're grateful for that. Yep. Um, wonderful little family. Is Judith still down at the back there? She is. Come on up for two seconds and we'll pray for you. We'll not ask you any questions, I promise. Is that all right? Well, she will answer all the would you, questions. Would you like to? <laughs> Come on, come on up, and we'll we'll pray for you, um, just as we finish up. Thank you, Judith. And we wish we had little Eliab here as well to, to pray for as well, but he's thankfully sleeping, which is great news. Let's pray for these folks. Lord, we thank you that you are a wonderfully faithful God. Uh, Lord, we thank you that you have been with uh, this little family. Lord, we thank you that you have brought them. Uh, together, Lord, we thank you that you are continuing to, to work in their lives um, and using them wherever uh, you want them to be. Lord, continue to teach them um, just about your love for them. Uh, Lord, we pray that you would continue to, to care for them. Lord, use them here in Northern Ireland where you have them at the minute. Lord, thank you for uh, the ways in which they are being faithful to you. Thank you the ways in which you are using them to reach out to others. Lord, whether it's in basketball, whether it's just the encouragement that they are in this church, whether it's with international folk in Belfast, um, through carpentry ministries, just through simply meeting folk day by day. Lord, you have a plan for their lives and you continue to use them. And Lord, we, we pray uh, that they would know your hand upon them. Lord, we pray for little Eliab as well. Uh, Lord, we thank you for him. Lord, we pray as he goes through even further surgery that your hand uh, would be upon them as a family. Lord, uh, thank you for uh, the way in which you have uh, helped uh, in the past. Lord, we, we pray for just all the aspects of the Cuthbert family as we already have tonight. Lord, thank you for their, their heart for, for mission in many different places. Uh, Lord, we pray that if it be your will that uh, whenever the opportunity arises, they will have the opportunity to go to Indonesia uh, and to proclaim your, your word there uh, and bring folk to, to know you and to worship you. But Lord, whatever your plan is for them, Lord, we pray that they would do it for your glory, wherever that may be. Lord, we thank you that they love Jesus. We thank you that they love to talk about Jesus. Uh, and Lord, we pray that they will be a wonderful encouragement to us and to many others where they are. We pray these things in your precious name. Amen. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jude. Thank you, Avasai. If you'd like to stand with us and we'll um, sing one last time, but I think we should give them a round of applause just before we do that. <laughs> So you can stand with us now. <laughs>